0: Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from in the know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast we have Dorothy Wang from Bling Empire Season 2 on Netflix, which is streaming now. I just binged over the weekend. It's a great season, and Dorothy is a fantastic addition to the show. Um, You know, she obviously first rose to fame as one of the cast members of Rich Kids at Beverly Hills on E!, but that show finished six years ago, and so she's a much-welcome return to reality TV because she's really good at this. She's a great star, and she just knows how it works, and so I loved picking her brain about how this experience compared to her time on Rich Kids. Because a lot has changed in the reality TV landscape since then. So it was great to hear her thoughts on that and sort of what she observed behind the scenes of filming of Bling Empire. And she called it a little bit more, like, manipulative, a little bit more, you know... Crafted and behind the scenes, and about like kind of the long game, which is which was interesting to hear from her. And then we also just talked about you know the cane of it all, her moving to New York, and hypothetically what a show about her life in New York would look like. You know, obviously in that finale, she moves to New York, and it kind of sets it up pretty heavy heavy handedly for a New York spinoff of Bling Empire, which I I would love because I think you know Dorothy joined the show and she was sort of just treated as like an addition to the show and not as a central member of the cast and. To me, she's a star, and so she deserves a starring vehicle, and I'm excited to, to see what that could look like. TMZ reports that it's happening, so I'd love to see that. And so we talked about what that show could look like, and, you know, we talked about a bunch of different other things, and it was just a great interview. She hasn't really done a really in-depth interview about her time on Bling Empire, so, I, you know, she had some thoughts. So keep listening for my interview with Dorothy Wang from Bling Empire Season 2. Stream the season on Netflix now, and please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're here with dorothy wang from bling empire on netflix season two is out now and dorothy is a very welcome addition to the show dorothy thank you for coming on how are you
1: thank you for having me i'm great how are you
0: i'm good so i know you said you're in la now but you are you're full-time in new york these
1: days yes i moved actually at the end of january
0: and how has it been so, so far
1: It has been amazing, you know, in the beginning, it was an adjustment, I think just being a very LA girl, there are certain things and different nuances about New York that I had to kind of get used to and but it was exactly what I wanted I wanted a different life I wanted to kind of roughen up a little bit and yeah, now I love it. You know, I kind of made it through the trying times and the adjustment period, and now I just love it. It's like, I have a great group of friends there, and I just like the energy of the city. The Like, I love how fast-paced it is, and just like, I don't know, everything just happens. Everything is just like more exciting there.
0: It's the best city in the world. It really is. What and, and you also, you moved at the height in January, which is the height of winter, which was like, I mean, you just went for it. <laughs>
1: i did you know i the the weather didn't really bother me it's really weird i don't know how i did it or i think i've been saying it i think it's because i'm on a lot of different supplements like i just didn't get cold i literally was wearing my my la clothes i was just a little bit colder that's what i kept saying i'm just wearing my same la clothes i was like literally in the snow with my like open toe heels like toes in the snow and i felt fine I think it's all my supplements, just like, and I didn't get sick once or anything. So
0: there we go. Know, my so Dorothy ring approach to winter.
1: supplement <laughs> lifestyle actually, you know, really did me well in New York too.
0: <laughs> Toast in the snow. That has a nice ring to it. I think you're, you're, you're starting something there. Um, okay.
1: On my birthday it was a whole thing.
0: Love it. <laughs> um, well, Dorothy, I just told you that I finished season two the other day, yesterday, and, I mean, it's a great season, and and I'm curious. I mean, you did a lot of interviews leading up to the season, but I'm curious what what are you feeling now that it's it's been you know a long weekend with with the show out there with your, with your big return to reality TV. How, what's the response been from your perspective?
1: You know, I think the response actually has been really good. I was nervous, kind of. No, I not I don't know if it's nervous. I just I, I I was anticipating it. I guess I don't know. It was just because since I've been through it before, I just know how your life changes. You know, I think before rich kids, I didn't know what to expect. I knew my life was going to change a little bit. And I get, I'm a very sentimental person. Just when things change, I get sentimental because I'm like, it's never going to be how it is now. And then like, right. my life, great. And in and every state of my life, my life is great. So I'm always like, oh, it'll never be how it is now. And so I think before I started filming this and before I came out, I just knew, you know, my life is gonna change. It's never just gonna be as peaceful and as easy as it was. And as much as I love being on camera and sharing my stories and filming and having shows out, I also do kind of love the simpler times and the more peaceful times, just going on hikes with my friends and then going to the market and cooking. Like, it's very weird. Because sometimes my friends are like, I love both lifestyles, I, I guess. feel like you're
0: on or you're off. It's sort of like you're on or you're off, but like yes. it's hard to, yeah, exactly. There's no, I like there's no in between. Like, I'm yeah. either
1: all done up or I'm literally in sweats walking yeah. around and wanting to like cook and just stay home. Um, right. So sometimes I get a little sentimental about things changing. So I think about like with that, I just, and also when you put yourself out there, you naturally just have more eyes on you and more people in your business and more your life just gets more complicated in so many ways just you know more people are watching and more people in your business it just complicates things in your personal life and I just knew that that was going to happen automatically whether you like it or not like you know everyone says like oh don't mind it like you know like but it's hard it's hard not to Read all the comments and get affected by it. Mm-hmm. And as much as you want to say, "Oh, it doesn't matter." I love intel and information. So it's not even like I'm reading it. I don't know. I, I it's probably like a focus group
0: it. almost. It's like a live. Like, no, exactly. I literally yeah. conduct
1: my own focus group. I love to know information. Like even when I was like. Even through the different businesses that I would have, I would be so interested, interested to see like where I was shipping to. I'm like, oh, like where's my fan base? Oh, do a right. lot of people where like watch countries and stuff like that. I'm just very interested in information like that. So I love to see what people are thinking and their viewpoints and like watch like you know like even like the reaction to this show. Like sometimes they'll say like, oh, you know, we didn't like that you did you did this, and then maybe by the end of the episode they'll tweet again and be like, oh, wait, now we understand why you did this. And I like to watch and just get feedback. Totally. So- and like constantly yeah looking and seeing what people are saying
0: have you found that for this I mean it's it's been six years since rich kids ended and, and that was a I mean social media and and the way that people interacted with TV was very I mean it's been six years which is a long time and not that long but it feels like it that 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 kind of landscape has changed a lot and so I'm curious yeah. like what What's been the biggest difference for you this time around in in that regard? Because I mean, Rich Kids was on E! And then also Bling Empire is on Netflix, which is a, like, I mean, it, the, the reach of Netflix is you probably can't even comprehend it. So I'm just curious what the differences are there.
1: I think that it's interesting for me. This is the first time that I've been on a series where the whole series is at once right so the good thing is that no one stays mad at you for that long the whole story (laughs) is that like like in the same breath they can see they can be mad at you and then you kind of come back around and they forgive you like they can they can binge watch the whole series at once so like with rich kids if you have a bad episode the whole world it feels like the whole world hates you for a week until you redeem yourself the next week but with this, it's like they're mad. It's, it's, it all happens really fast. So you come back around really quickly, which is nice.
0: Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And I feel like with, with this, it's interesting where it's like everyone's at a different moment with you at different times. Whereas when you're watching it on cable, everyone's like watching the same thing. So like everyone's at a different part at different times. And yeah. everyone can start watching it at different times all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's yeah, kind of it, it's, al- it's almost like the, fir- the first hit of it must just feel like a whirlwind. And then it's just, you're yeah. going to probably keep getting hits of it as And people... then it trickles
1: in, I think. Yeah,
0: it totally. So why, I mean, it's been six years since Drish Kids. Why now? Why Bling Empire? What, what about, did, I mean, you said that you sort of liked the sort of more low-key life that you were living, not, not having cameras following you all the time. But did you have an itch to get back to that? Like, were you like, okay, I kind of want this again?
1: I do feel like it was always in the back of my mind like I always just felt like I had more to say and more to show and more stories to tell and just you know more to put out there and I do feel like this show almost was like a tailor-made fit for me you know I would like like I said I always read the comments and everyone was always like why aren't you on the show why aren't you on the show there's a show about wealthy Asians in Los Angeles and there isn't Dorothy, Way- like, you know, and everyone was really gun ho about me joining. I'd love to see you on the show. I'd love to see you on the show. And, you know, when I was approached to do it, that was a real driving factor for me to do. And I just felt like it was what the people wanted.
0: Right. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's real. That That's a real thing. Yeah. That's It
1: really you know. was something that everyone's like, we need you to do this. We really want to see you on this. And I just thought, you know, why not? Let's see what happens. You know, let's throw me in and like, let's, let's have a little fun and see how I mix and mingle and like, let's see what, what comes out of it.
0: And you told E that in comparison to your first go around on those four seasons, on rich kids, this felt a little bit more like there was a behind the scenes, kind of like calculated element to it. That's what you said in an interview. I'm curious in what ways did you see that and what, like, how did that manifest itself from your experience?
1: I think I meant to like with rich kids, we're all younger and everything kind of flowed almost more naturally. And we were kind of just young and raw Mm -hmm. and everything. We were all also huge, big personalities that individually, I think we all grew up and everyone was like, you guys are like You all deserve, like, you should be on a show. You're so interested. We're all like these hyper over-the-top personalities that all Mm -hmm. became friends and came together and all got a show. We're all like one-man walking shows all the time. And I think with this group, everyone is a little bit older, maybe slightly more subdued, and it's just a different dynamic. And I think that it's not so much about people being over-the-top one-man shows of entertainment. It's Mm -hmm. more about their inner workings and how their friendships and how they maneuver with each other. And I do feel like a lot of it, maybe it's an old, it's like, just as you get older, it's, it is almost like how you maneuver in society groups. Mm. And there is, a, it is more planned out and calculated. I did feel that a lot of it has to do with like behind the scenes, oh, you're going to be friends with this person. Okay, then I'm going to be friends with this person. You're going to say this about this person and I'm going to do this. It's a lot of chess playing mm. and a lot of how we're going to be portrayed on camera and a lot of like, it's, it's and maybe it's because we're older, maybe also it's because it's now six years later, people are more sophisticated about how you become, you are portrayed on TV. Just everything is just more contrived and more calculated and more manipulative. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think I think all the things you said there makes sense. I think it's I think a lot of it probably has to do with the changing landscape of reality TV. You know what I mean? Like it's you guys were so raw and and so just like off the cuff back in the day. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, not... we
1: were just yeah, we would cry and fight and we're drunk and scream and then make up and it was just you know like yes maybe we would we would get mad and think oh we're gonna get this person back but it was not a this long a long game
0: right right, totally yeah the long i think long game is, is a good way to put it for sure and it seems like i mean and you so you joined playing empire and, and you're brought in through christine who you seem to hit it off with you and jamie mm-hmm. also seem to hit it off and have a good good relationship where do you say those are the two people that you kind of felt just like the most natural genuine connection with in this cast
1: Yeah. So I was kind of introduced um, through everyone uh, to everyone through Christine Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and Christine is a lot of fun. And she's like, you know, very over the top. And, you know, let's just do a lot of things all the time. And then I met Jamie and we instantly kind of clicked because we kind of are just kind of more laid back. And we just, you know, kind of we're very both very honest and we don't really care about the bullshit, and we don't really care. I think we're very both very just secure, and yeah. we don't really care to like impress anyone or do the most or, you know, we're just, I feel we have just like, a, like kind of a common bond. You don't that.
0: have to overcompensate. I don't think either of you have to overcompensate for anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've also been posting like some, you know, some outfits we didn't get to see and some moments that kind of got left on the oh, yeah, floor. Oh yeah, you saw my little
1: rant, I was very upset. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I, I get it. You guys put a lot of thought into these looks, and and the if looks, don't get shown. No come on,
1: the looks and the hours of looks at you, and then when one certain things don't make it, and then you're like, I spent hours on that look, and then my then like the ones that do make it, you're like, great, I'm in a white t-shirt and a bike shirt.
0: <laughs> at least you got. At least you got the Instagram photos that you could that they can see the light of day with in your realm, but what what's What's like the one thing that you were like, oh, I wish that made it in to the season?
1: You know, so many things. I mean, there was a lot. you know, I, I was actually one of also my reservations about joining the show was during that time, I was going through a lot of kind of like mysterious health issues. and i was I didn't feel ready to kind of come back to television. I was having a lot of. For the last three years before i was having like crazy allergic reactions mm. and health issues and no like i was going to all these i was a medical mystery basically and i was tracking it all on instagram some instagram followers knew and i didn't know what was going on i was going to every doctor every rheumatologist like head of rheumatology like dermatology i was having these allergic reactions no one could figure out what was going on and they said that they would you know we would follow it on the show we filmed a lot going to doctors doing all my chelation therapies and, you know, I wasn't looking or feeling my best. And that affected me a lot and affected me very deeply. And it also affected a lot of my decisions. And, you know, through that experience, I, that's why I kind of learned to, you know, life is too short to be spending it with people that you don't really vibe with or people you don't really like. And that, you know, it's kind of a snowball effect. Like yeah, of if, course. there's a method to my madness. There's a reason why I maybe don't want to hang out with certain people. And like, you know, it all kind of plays a part. There's, a, you know, there's a bigger puzzle. And, you know, a reason that I decided to do the show was they said, you know, we're going to follow your health journey. And I thought that, you know, it's a great platform for me to, come out and like show people talk about that
0: it, right.
1: talk about it and you know like to help other people that may be struggling with the same issues and you know I just think that maybe at the end of the day maybe it was deemed too boring it wasn't blingy enough or maybe no one wants to see Dorothy Wayne struggle they just want to see me sassy and blingy whatever but you know that to me was very upsetting and unfortunate that it didn't make it on because it was something that I just wanted to show that no matter how wealthy you are everyone
0: health, health issues, issues are health issues health especially issues, when you can't pinpoint you know I mean? it that's scary yeah, yeah.
1: exactly and, and and I was searching for my cure and I was like going through different routes and you know and I wanted to help people who also felt that maybe they're failed by traditional western medicine to find different cures you know
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: just felt like it was kind of disappointing that that opportunity was missed and so I do wish that, you know, that was shown. And also, like I said, it affected a lot of my decisions. And it also affected why, I like, maybe wasn't my, I didn't really have a lot of patience for a lot of things because I was dealing with something so much greater. Totally. And I'm like, why are you bothering me about going to the, a lunch? Like, I don't want to go to lunch. Put like, it in perspective. I have to go to got
0: Exactly. I gotta, you
1: know what I mean? It kind of changed mm-hmm. my perspective on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I just wish that that story was told.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because it's like, there was this whole, I mean, the first several episodes of this season was about like, whether this whether this one couple had this kind of secret <laughs> family, basically, and then they sort of dropped out of the show, and nobody talked about it for the rest of the season, and then we get the Kim yeah. and Kevin, the Kim and Kevin thing, which like didn't it didn't feel like super like realistic, I, I would say. So I kind of w- wish that we would have gotten some of some more of you and more of your journey because you know I I, yeah, I, I, I loved have, having you on the I've, show.
1: I've been texting a lot. Oh, have you? <laughs> this? But hopefully, I mean, maybe, maybe in in, down the line, they can, you know, we can kind of loop back on it.
0: Totally. I mean, well, so I, I, again, we said before the call, like, I wish I'd seen more of you on the show. And obviously you moved to New York in the finale and you live there now. And there's speculation that there could be a spinoff that's centered around you hypothetically, what would you want to showcase about your life in New York if you were to have the cameras following you in New York?
1: I mean, hypothetically speaking, my life in New York is has been in the beginning. It was really tough. The adjustment, like I told you, being an LA gal, there was a lot of change. Yeah. And for me, I feel like I'm not as wild and as risky as people might think. And for me, I really wanted to move to New York and take that risk. Like I kind of, I went to school at USC to be kind of close to my family. I never had my little Sex and City moment where I just <laughs> up and left and like was just kind of on my own. Everyone
0: has to have one, exactly. I,
1: I, I feel like I missed my rite of passage, and kind of I wanted to be a little wilder. I wanted to kind of date more. I wanted to just kind of just. I don't know just be kind of out on my own and I was born and raised here and I just feel like I wanted to not shed my image but just kind of be somewhere where no one really knows me as much and kind of start fresh and almost have to make new connections and go somewhere where maybe not everyone knows me everything here kind of a little bit boring for me I feel like everything was too easy I wanted to like it sounds crazy. I want to be able to, I want to like work for it to be able to get a reservation somewhere or have to like be in the kind of be a nobody and be, I don't know, have no one. You can one be anonymous.
0: Me. You can be anonymous in New York. If you really be agree. a
1: little bit more anonymous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and start over and meet and date new guys and meet new people and just not have such a. Not that I, I, I maybe sound a little cocky. Not have such a reputation just because mm. I was born and raised here. Of and course, yeah. On every street and every shop and ever, they already know me. And so I was kind of yearning for that, and just to start start fresh and to meet new people. And you know, I got exactly that. And I have a great, fun, diverse group in New Good. York. They're really fun, blinging and outgoing. And I'm just now. I'm honestly having the best time. You know, there were. There was. It wasn't. It was hard at certain points, and but I do feel like like everyone in New York, like I said, the LA cast maybe it's a little bit more contrived and calculated. I feel like in New York, everyone is more to raw, yeah, and to mm-hmm. the point.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, a hundred percent, and 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 honestly, problem, if,
1: talk about it.
0: If you, I mean, like it's it's not an easy city to live in all the time, and I think that if you can deal with some of those harder things and you just some some of that daily pushback that you get from just living in New York, like it makes you a stronger person, I think. And it makes you a tougher person too. Yeah.
1: And so I think that that's really interesting. And I just know I'm having the best time there. And good. I think it was a good transition. And I just think that it's also just interesting. And I, I do think that, you know, there are so many different types and dynamics of different Asian friend groups yeah. to tell and to show. And I think that obviously, you know, there's a lot of cool, fierce Asians in New York, too, that, you know, that are very blingy and, you know, have a lot of stories and a lot of fun to share.
0: Well, it sounds, I mean, I, I can't wait to hopefully I hypothetically mean, I, see was that. Was that
1: a good pitch? I don't know. That was well, a I don't great know. pitch. You- Hello. <laughs> if,
0: if, not, if we're not picking that show up, then I don't know what we're picking up. <laughs> um, so I, Dorothy, I do have to ask, I know that, you know, it wasn't a your favorite moment on the show but the, the cane of it all felt like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I kind of wish that we'd gotten a little bit more of that just because it felt like it the lunch happened and then there there wasn't really any resolution for that whole situation and you know it was kind of it was sped through I think you know and it it seemed like he it was somebody who was sort of taunting one of your friends online for a while and then you guys just never you never gave him the time of day and probably vice versa was there anything about that situation that you that you wish had made it into it or do you feel like it was represented pretty clearly?
1: I think that the feedback that I've been getting
0: focus group <laughs> um, hello <laughs>
1: from my focus group is that the story is a little confusing and I just feel like in real life, it is confusing also because I feel like with Kane, for some reason, nothing ever really adds up. Like, even if you watch, he says, like, oh, I'm friends with I've been friends with Dorothy for years. And then later he says, like, I'm not friends with her, I don't know her. And then it just goes, I don't need to be friends with her. I don't, I don't know why I'm here, but like, I want I think we should be friends. I think we should go to life. it nothing it, he contradicts himself constantly. So the story with Kane is that. Like 10, 15 years ago, I would be at Louboutin, Louboutin store with my friend Ezra, and he would come up to us and oh, I just bought this, I bought this, like, oh my God, we should go to lunch, and we would politely decline and say, no, it's okay, like, we don't want to go to lunch, and it would happen over and over and over again, and for 15 years, politely declining and it's fine. Like You, not you, you have lunch. no
0: obligation to get lunch with somebody who you don't really know. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And then at a certain point, he, I don't know, he just had started being kind of nasty to my friend and would be very competitive on Instagram and be like, oh, I have 10 pairs of Louboutins. How many do you have? Oh, I wear this better than you. And it was just kind of like nasty. And then he was competitive and would then purposely only invite me to lunch and say let's go to lunch without your friend and then and then one time then he tried to get me like i said on the show like try to get me like kicked out of the gym or something so then it, so then what you know when like a fan turns into foe kind of and mm-hmm. then he was kind of nasty with me and then when I stepped on to when I was on the show he was to ask the producers why can't I film with Dorothy why can I film with Dorothy and I already felt this type of way about him because of just like he was just all over the place trying to get me kicked out of somewhere and then trying to go to lunch for so many years and just being rude to my friend and he just seemed like someone that was not nice and just catty and all over the place and just not someone that I wanted in my life And then on camera, he would say, Dorothy and I have been friends for years. We have all these mutual friends. And the mutual friends that he's citing are people that I'm, number one, not friends with, or number two, the person that he was mean to. So it just...
0: Didn't add up, right, exactly. And and, and and, and I mean, like, I think that you had the line of the season when you said that he'd been trying to get lunch with you in 2011, like, I just loved that line. And but and then when you finally had the lunch, he refused to own up for any of that behavior and, and then stormed out of the lunch, which felt, again, contradictory, I think, to what you... Contradictory as to what you were then, saying
1: so you know and it's just nothing really and then he's saying oh I never wanted to go to lunch with you I don't know her uh, but then before but he showed she, up on announce to and your then lunch. He's trying to say oh you know we we used to be friends but then now she's mean to me because she got famous but like you were the one that tried to get me kicked out of a gym like it's just he just nothing makes I, I, nothing adds up he just makes stuff up as he goes mm-hmm. or I don't know if he doesn't remember but I'm like everyone who knows me knows that I'm like a very accurate person. I have like an L, I remember everything. And I just, I, I, and I hold people accountable and, and it's fine. Like, I don't, I just don't need him in my life. And we've been, not everyone needs to be friends with everyone. And and the thing is that I've set my boundary for so many years that I politely declined. And the the scenes that you see, it's been weeks of buildup. Of everyone saying, Kane says he's, he says you guys are friends. Why don't you guys go to lunch? Kane says you're friends. He wants to go to lunch. Kane wants to film with you. All the producers saying, Kane wants to film a scene with you. Kane says you're friends. And I'm like, we're not friends. I don't know why you keep saying this. It's almost so like you're
0: like being was- gaslit into believing that you were. Yeah.
1: Yes. It was weeks and weeks of these like little fibs and lies that, so what you're seeing is like the breaking point.
0: Yeah. Which makes sense. I think anybody in your position probably would have felt that way. So, it, it, anyway, I, I, that just, it felt like we weren't getting the full situation, but this, yeah, I'm, I'm understanding it a little bit more now. Um, it's a lot
1: of the same thing. Like you get yeah, the gist. It's just a totally. lot of like.
0: Yeah. Over the yeah. years, for sure. So I wanted to end it with just going through, you, you have a lot of friends in, in, in your life who you've known for a long time who are recognizable for yeah. other things as well. So I just wanted to go through some of those people and just tell me either how you became friends with them or just a fun memory that you have with that person. Okay. The first is Nikki Hilton, who lives in New York as well. So I'm sure you've been seeing her. How did you guys become friends?
1: We met through so one of my best friends from USC is Farah, and that is her cousin. So Nick, I met Nikki and Paris at Farah's 21st birthday in Vegas. Yeah.
0: Morgan Stewart, a, a fan fave, somebody I've interviewed many times. Morgan. Yeah.
1: Morgan and I met like I don't know, we met probably 10, 15 years ago, just going out and about in LA, and she's always just been fun, hilarious in your face just she's always just been that girl with the big personality and the most amazing style it's actually her birthday this weekend so we're all going to her birthday party
0: amazing and she has a family now which is so which i'm so happy yes. for That's i have
1: met Ro, but i haven't met gray yet so maybe
0: this weekend I think I'm
1: gonna go over maybe sometime this week for Little good
0: Grey. oh so fun um, EJ Johnson, another another former co-star. EJ
1: Johnson, I met him at Bootsy Fellows in LA through my friend Ezra.
0: Love it, and then and then finish it off. Who's somebody that people know of that that people love that you're friends with that we might not know about that you're be familiar with your friendship with them, like somebody that you because you've you've been living in LA for so long, you must yeah. have. Somebody I actually
1: who. have a lot of secret pocket friends that I feel like people like are always surprised that I'm like who's like, one of those like I'm like cool like Lil' Kim interesting uh, I love that yeah. um who else Little Kim um who else am I uh all the house like like Heather Dubrow, Lisa Rinna, Kyle text me Crystal, like I'm cool with all the housewives, actually. A lot of housewives. Yeah. A lot of rap job rules, like a lot of rappers. <laughs> and, like just everyone.
0: Dorothy, so I swear one cool. day you're gonna have to write the memoir. You're gonna have to write the memoir and just recount. My all friend this.
1: actually texted me this earlier and was like, when are you dropping the tell all? I was like, maybe later, in life.
0: Hey, you you've you've lived a, gl- a glamorous, colorful life oh. and I, and I can't wait to see. What's next for you? I mean, it sounds like New York is really treating you well. And, um, you know, again, hypothetically speaking, I really hope that we get to see some of that at some point. Um, Hypothetically
1: speaking. Yes.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Well, Dorothy, again, it's so great to have you back on our TVs and everyone go binge season two of *Empire* now.
1: Thanks so much, Dorothy. Nice chatting with you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.